This episode was brought to you by the Social Fishing Membership, Australia's fastest growing freshwater platform, giving you the resources to catch more fish. Welcome to the Social Fishing Podcast. My name is Reese Creed. I'm a passionate angler and I want to share as much as I can about the sport we all love. On this podcast, we speak to incredible anglers, sharing a wealth of priceless knowledge, all to help you reach your fishing dreams. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's begin. I don't even know how to start this podcast. What the adventure the last two days has been crazy. This is a very different podcast. There is six of us sitting by the Murrumbidgee River with a campfire. How good was the last? We've got half a day to go for our adventure. We're just going to sit down and have a chat about it. It was just epic. How good is this, the fire? To run us through the entire start to finish the trip, Dan, what was the original plan? And We're basically just going to chat about the stories of this. Yeah epic two days uh we're going to share stories maybe yeah. lessons but first of all we've got fire river we we didn't know run us through Lots stars shows. yeah what was the original run us through the scene for the lead up to this trip how it all come about while we're out here uh yeah well lead up was originally uh to get another podcast interview done actually with karen coming up from down in vic um just rolled into good timing with the river for this time of year and there was a lot of toing and froing as to where this trip was actually going to uh, take place with the river levels that were good we had a bit of a flush come through and um, there was a hell of a lot of chit chat going on about um, where we're actually going to end up and uh, I'm pretty glad it's turned out to be where we are because it has been absolutely off its head it's been unreal fishing's amazing the weather is absolutely perfect and um yeah sitting around here like this now is just yeah it's unreal so we've got this obviously a podcast episode and i imagine most of you if you follow us on socials you'll see all the photos that have gone up from the trip but i just want to do a bit of a round table run through of who we have on the floor here and who we have on the trip to my right here we've got matt mildren how you going hey it's been an epic trip and Seen some big fish on my boat, not from me, but uh, we'll get around to that when we get introduced to Alex. But no, it's been an absolutely sensational trip, way, like, totally over the expectations that I had. I thought it was going to be a special trip just with how things were aligning, but it's, it's probably turned out even better than what I expected. And Matt, you, you've been, everyone knows you, you've, you did an episode with me on Dart, talking yep. about dart and trout and all sorts of things so you've been on the podcast before so you're a veteran mate Dan's over near the by fire we keep going around we've got Alex Ross Alex uh, he's the man of the, the, the man of the trip how you doing mate yeah going well Reese. It's, it's been yeah a great great couple ref- of days refer to him as the Alex Ross from now on the, for this the sorry sir sir <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Alex you write for the Wagga region for our reports inside the membership uh, this is kind of a, a bit of a it's, not a, it's not a team trip, but it's a bunch of us from sort of around here. Like you said, the reason was we did a special podcast, which you will already have heard, it's already out, um, which is why Karen come up. If we continue around from Alex, we've got Justin and Karen. Welcome, Justin. How are you, Rose? I'm good. How are you, mate? <laughs> Going all right. Can't complain. Uh, tell us about your... Actually, we'll come back. <laughs> That's fair. We'll come back. And Karen, welcome to another episode. Yeah, thanks. Back-to-back back episodes. Back-to-back, back. yeah. 
And righto, take it away. Who wants to jump in and share? We're going to run through the start of the trip. We basically have a river system that has been, Alex, it just has not been like this for a long time. It has not been like this for the best part of, or oh, getting close to three years now. Um, yeah, it's, at, it's a, at a great height, just over uh, a metre, metre and a half. Um, yeah, nice and low. Clarity's improving as, as, the, as the rain settles. Um, we almost missed out though, didn't we? Yeah, there was a there was a few late showers um, over the last couple of couple of weeks, which has clouded it up a little bit with some inflows from the creek. Um, but yeah, it's looking pretty good at the moment. And talk us through what happens when we get the rain, and it, it's been mainly the dam releases for three years, hasn't it? Like it, it's just too high, it's just harder to fish. You catch fish, but there's nothing like a low flow, clear system. And what's the difference between this trip and prior to three years that, that kind of that flood has just done wonders? Yeah, so we've seen lots of flows. I'll rescue your pants. Mate. Yeah, me pants and you leave that to your burn. Me pants that I'm not wearing. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so we've seen obviously a lot of the eastern coast of Australia has seen plenty of rain over the last three years um, with Blowering and Barranjuk funneling down the Murrumbidgee, we've seen some very high flows, lots of flooding uh, continuously. Yeah. Um, it's, been, it's been a grind. It has been a grind. There hasn't been too many people fishing hard over that time, I don't believe. There, it's, it's not been ideal conditions for fishing at all. Um, but yeah. It's now, come good. It's come good. <laughs> we've seen a bit of dry weather and it's coming good and it will continue to improve, I think. And you've got this little bit of a window. This happens on the Murray. It happens, it would happen on the Goulburn if they get the right flows. A little bit different system, Karen. Mm-hmm. Happens on most rivers. You get this such, it's just such a short window, isn't it? It's yep. just like a ridiculously short April. Some years it's better than others, but this year's been short. Like we've only just got out here now. They've already had sort of a cold snap. If we don't get rain for two more weeks, it might hold on, but then it'll be mid-May, it'll be cold, won't it? Yeah, yeah, so the water will cool right off. Um, but yeah, we've had, we've still had yeah, sort of regular rain even through March, which has kept it a little bit higher than what we'd like and a little bit dirty as well. Um, so yeah, we've probably got, with a bit of, bit of dry weather at, um, at the moment, we should see a couple more weeks before it gets, gets tough yeah. with cold weather. And the original plan was, Dan, you, you, why the Bidgee? We almost changed it to the Murray. Yeah, it was all to do with um, just rain that rain that comes through. Um, uh, just the height of the river um, was the major concern for fishability of the river, and that's why we were sort of, you know, tossing and doing, throwing about moving a trip down. I said, let's go to the Murray, and you like really want to fish the big. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like it's it's a river that's oh, we're only forty minutes from my place here, and I've hardly done any fishing here, sort of thing. So it's something I've always wanted to explore more of. Yep. Um, I I used to do a fair bit with my kids back before I had a boat. I used to do a fair bit of like bank fishing with the kids, but never anything like this. Nothing to this sort of level, that's for sure. Excuse the. Uh noise 
um, just adjusting. We're adding mm. the elements here, so we've got a fire in the background, we've got rocks, we're sitting on a pebbly beach about what? We're camping a couple of metres from the water. Yeah. It's pretty epic, but I do have a bit of... Uh, a bit going on. To run us through day one, we're off, we push off what, what what was the expectation after what I mentioned. I actually said it was going to be tough, eh? Mm-hmm. A lot tougher than what it's turned out to be. So how did it start? It did start tough. It, it did start, start It started at exactly as you described it was going to be. As in all the way through it was going to be, you know, not going to be smashing fish every five minutes. That whole morning period was kind of what we expected. It was slower than... So it was slow. even slower than what you thought it would be. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Like three hours of prime time, we pushed off not ideal, but it was 15 minutes after first light. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. And uh, I think that, that service bite has been really dead for us, but... Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was slow. And then talk us through your expectations, Karen, Justin. You've come up from Vic. I talked about the river. You used to... Your local rivers down there, what was your actual expectations compared to what it actually looks like and feels like out here? The boats, the camping, the whole scenario, which we'll run through in a minute. We're literally camping out of two inflatable boats and a small tinny, and it's a two-and-a-half-day drift. Um, We camped the night before. Two days is the second night, so we've done two full days, which is why we've got a fair bit to talk about. But what was the expectation? I'm going first, but sounds it. Um... (laughs) Well, you said it was dirty, and this ain't dirty. But it started dirty. <laughs> nah. This is not dirty no, compared to our Lodden River, local Lodden River at the moment. Um, so I think that was a little bit of a, I don't know if you tried to put us off or what you tried to do, Reese, but yeah, we want, came equipped. For <laughs> <laughs> we kind of came then, equipped for dirty water and maybe a little bit more depth to the river. I've seen a lot of fluoro in that tackle box of yeah. yours. A lot of white and a lot of fluoro. Yeah. But it's worked. Yeah, but there's a couple of lures in there that have done the job for Karen and, and myself, but not on the size department. Um, but I suppose expectations, we'd never seen the Murrumbidgee before, so yeah, what was our expectations of it? Did you oh, think it was big journey. water? Did you think it was big water or small water? Because this is a bit of both. The, 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 the stretch mm. here, I could not quite but nearly cast across. Yeah. But where we drifted all of yesterday, mm-hmm. it was about six casts wide. Like yeah, it was yeah. wider than the Murray, yeah. but shallow. Yeah. yeah. What Very did you shallow. expect, this or that up there? I thought it'd be deeper. Yeah. We I honestly thought it'd be deeper. We didn't as many shallow rock bars as what we encountered. You knew it's like this, didn't you? Uh, to some extent, yeah. I hadn't quite ventured up this far up the Murray Um So I knew, yeah, there's going to be shallow, shallow runs, but... Um, probably not as shallow as what we've seen for large sections. You didn't think it would be that shallow? Not quite that yeah, shallow. Okay. You? Yeah, I knew it. You knew it was shallow? I knew it was shallow. I didn't expect the fish to be feeding as shallow, though. What do you mean by shallow? Well, I didn't expect them to be sitting quite so high in the water column. So you don't mean say. shallow like a foot? No, no. I'm talking they're, you know, a metre from the surface. They're sitting in the deeper water, but they're sitting up high yeah. in the water. And how did... Okay, let's get on to that. Yeah. Let's roll into that. Yeah. They're ready and waiting. Well, there was, what, the first fish came on a shallow running hard body. What was yours? Is that right? Yeah. Mm. The little 35 centimetre cod on the Rashi. Yeah. It was just... And then Matt's was high. And then... Oh, no, my cod, you're saying. Yeah. The first decent fish... Yeah. ...come on a shallow running hard body. Yeah. And this is where we're going to get on to talking about what happened with Alex yeah which 
Well, I followed His Alex's. Head will get bigger and bigger as we well, I followed Alex's lead in the end because I was the same boat as Alex, where I didn't have many suitable hard bodies in my kit. I've got nothing that would sort of run shallow, and Alex was the same as I. Like, yeah, I yeah. Like I had a few that were are meant to be shallow running, but yeah. they were probably still just a little bit too deep yeah. for the water we were trying to fish. Yeah, um, grinding the bottom, you know, really, really sitting deep in the water. Yeah. Um, and yeah. What'd you pull out? Pulled out a weedless plastic with on a owner flashy. Yeah. Because you could fish it wherever you wanted. You could fish it wherever you wanted. So it's probably one of the yeah the most versatile bait I had in there for fishing high or low, depending on whether it was a deep pocket or a shallow, shallow bit of structure or they're, something. They're good, eh? Like they cast easy. They easy to cast. Fish pretty easy. Yeah. And they bloody work. They do work. Yeah. Uh, you don't need like heavy gear to cast them, which is yeah. good for someone like me who hasn't got a lot of heavy gear and yeah. isn't built for casting big heavy lures all day. Yeah. Um, but they're still a big enough profile that they're going to attract good fish. Yeah. Obviously. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So the high thing you're talking about, yep. the fish, whether it is the cooler water, they're seeking warmer water and it's just those ambush areas that they are eating just yeah. out of visibility almost, a metre. Yeah. You don't need to be down the no. bottom. No, any, probably any more than a metre is almost getting too much. You're going to have, you're going to be fishing under fish, mm-hmm. or you're going to have to have fish that are going to be tracking it down and um, following it up to sort of eat it as it rises over the sticks and things like that. I know that I've definitely done that today where you could feel the lure running up over a branch, it had rolled just out of the other side, bang, because that, that lure was ridden up high, right up into where he's actually feeding. Do you reckon, remember that session we did recently on, uh, had similar sections to this? Yeah. We got all the fish at the boat. Yeah. We have not had, has anyone had a fish at the boat, like at, at the boat, or? Uh, I had no. one yellow belly yesterday, but that's only because we were close to the structure. No so, one's had a proper <coughs> cast and rod tip smash. Are they the ones we want? Are they just going and they eating? Or is it because we've worked out that they're eating high, so we're giving them the presentations they can whack nice and quick? Yeah, well, we so spoke about it on that, on that trip where we were getting belted at the boat. Just about every other fish was jamming. And I said to you, I, do you think that these fish are actually tracking that lure along the bottom almost and then waiting for it to actually rise up? to where it's in the zone for them to be able to eat it. So it's got above their head and they've gone whack because yeah. the hard body's coming up Because the they don't want to eat it sort of as it's tracking along the bottom. So they're actually waiting yeah. for it to rise up to the boat and they're going, yeah, this is me chance and jamming them that way. So interesting. Oh, it's amazing to just think that that's, you know. And I think we even mentioned today too about, you know, once upon a time it was right out, get it down deep and, you know, got to be knocking the bottom every now and then and... <laughs> We said that today. All it's that like, sort of stuff, and it's just not right. Get it down deep, fish slow, still water. Yeah. The opposite is fish high, faster flowing pockets, yeah. shallow water. Yeah. Uh, so we, we're basically on the Bidgee, an insane trip. Now, I personally, through this section, it's not about... There is big fish, and I love the big fish, but I'm yet to pull a big fish out of here. The biggest would be an 80 centimetre cod, which was an epic cod. Yeah. This trip has blown me away. Run us through Mildred. You got the first decent fish. It took a bit of work, but that 
that was a really good start. Yeah, like it just didn't feel like it was going to happen. Uh, Karen had just caught that fish sort of a few hours into the day. Sun was right up. Um, I think I was just using a like a quad blade spinner bait. Because you um, went fluoro, we all I went, went fluoro. Yeah, because mm. we, we were sort of expecting it to be dirty. Like you said, your expectations of what this river could be a lot clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, but to us, when you said it was going to be dirty, I think we all imagined like chocolate. And like I was here a couple of weeks ago after some rain, and it was chocolate water. It wasn't great though to start with. Yeah, we're putting the boats. It wasn't in. horrible though. No, nah. no, it wasn't. But it, yeah, I just well, it hadn't been clear for that long. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, and there's the many feeder creeks, but yeah. But you see, so went with that fluoro spinnerbait, and I that went, fish was on it pretty quick. I went, yeah, I went the fluoro spinnerbait, and there was just like a cluster of timber. I remember, you, I remember you said something like, "This patch here holds fish, guaranteed." And I was like, "I'll believe there's fish in this river when I see it." And, and I said, "Well, that's, like my I said, that's, up to you. that's up to you." That's up to you, man. <laughs> next cast, like next cast. I just it was kind of like a bit of a stumpy thing sticking out of the water, and just cast up <coughs> against that on the front side of it and let it drop. But it like it. it like you said, it didn't really drop far, and then I felt the tick in the in the line, um, and just tried to set the hooks and solid sixty plus centimetre trouty. Yeah. yeah, that was actually my personal best trouty. Um, I don't really catch too many trouties down my way. They're there, but like the ovens trip that we caught so many, but they're all tiny. So yeah, no, that was that was good to get off the mark on that one. It's a cool fish. Then where did we roll to from there? Can you remember? Might have nearly been your yes, fish, wasn't your it? Fish, yeah. it was still again slow, yeah. and this was yeah. the decisive fish for the high, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know why Matt, because Matt's come sort of high, then yours was just on a hard body. So just on a hard body? There's no high low, but the hard body I was, was using. High in the water column. Though. Yeah, off an actual bit of water coming in mm-hmm. to a luck running off mm. a bank. And yep. Alex and I had actually, we dropped the same fish. Early on, oh, you dropped yeah. the top water fish. Yeah, I had a top water hit, and Alex was tracking his. You had a um, that little hard body, little hard body, yeah. And he was just basically body. bringing. We were basically fishing the same pockets, and um, yeah, I I had the hit. I was like, oh no, no connection. And then next thing he was on, so they come off pretty quickly. But yeah, there's a few teeth marks in the top of it, top of the lure around the eye. Mm. Um, <laughs> looked down and goes, maybe that was a better fish than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't massive, but it, it, was a, it would have been a nice fish. Yeah. And then that fish that I caught was an absolute thumper, and we come in to have lunch and a break, and the, the two other boats were above us, AD, and I'm yeah. like, oh, it'd be rude not to have yeah. a cast at this sort of okay-ish log in the back of it. Yeah. One cast and drilled it, and yeah. it was an 80 centimetre cod which I was stoked yeah. over the moon with beautiful conditioned fish fat and healthy yeah uh, but I think we worked for it between the team yeah yeah it was a lot of cast for that Definitely. first fish what first good one the big M 2.0 2.0 uh yeah a really good lure really yeah. good really what did you think when you run it on the rod tip this afternoon uh, you're like it doesn't do much does no it? it's just proper subtle like it just has a very sort of narrow action obviously it's not going to dig down very deep because it's got a pretty small bib on it it'd be a sort of lure that would kind of feel a bit strange to um to fish when you first throw it because if you're used to you know your standard thumping you know crash diving hard body 
you're used to having that real response in your rod as you sort of winding it sort of thing those things don't have much of that at all yeah you don't feel a whole lot you can get a good like the ones we're using i don't know what the actual color's called i would have no idea but no. you can actually twitch them and get their belly to like really rotate out mm, so yeah. you get this nice flash okay they mm. do roll they have a real yeah. body roll on the retrieve though yeah watch it. so you it can do really like that rolls over side to side yeah, you can do that slow roll and it's just, you know, no response, but you can twitch yeah. and it'll really kick out, mm. so. Was that the moment you went to a weedless plastic, after, not long after that moment, or was there something else that happened that uh, afternoon? Because from then, <coughs> we basically fished a big, straight, shallow, heaps of timber edge, and it was, you were onto them, Justin, it was, was it yellow, yellow everywhere yeah, happening yeah, after that? Yeah, there was yeah, yellows yeah. everywhere. Yeah. That was all we were getting, and yellows galore, and you were actually, I'll come back. Is that all right? Mm. Justin, the run us through that whole Lewis situation that you used for that middle of that day, because that's something I wouldn't actually do, mm. but the efficiency of that setup was ridiculous on the yellows. Yeah. Oh, I was just trying something different because it was pretty tough and they weren't exactly jumping on the hook. So I thought I uh, had a couple of, you know, bigger jackals like the 80s and the doozers, and I thought, and we do catch cod on them around home, so I thought I'll put the flashing blade on it, a little spin ride, um, beetle spin, the heavy duty version, and uh, give it a crack. And yeah, started getting some nice yellows. And it was just easy to drop in the pockets, let it flutter down, had a fair bit of vibration, and they seemed pretty switched on. To and you're running just trebles? Yeah, but it, keeping it high too, like not letting it hit bottom, like keeping it reasonably high, fishing it like a spinner bait essentially. And not really dragging it and letting it fall nah, into the timber. And nah. the yellows were on it. Yeah. I was like, we just fished that edge. He yeah. just caught a fish and then we went up to him. He's like, yeah, this is what I use. I was like, that is a prime yellow. And it was just bang again, again, again. Yeah. How many did you get? Oh, Six. I got half a five. dozen on it, but I spent a large portion, probably half the day, I didn't use it. You got six fish yesterday, they're all yellows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there was That's, a couple of nice yeah. ones, like nearly 50 was the best, which that was in a little nook that I just dropped it into a couple of times, little dark shadowy pocket, same thing, and it just flew out and just hammered it, didn't it? Yeah. It was good fish, actually. What point did you go to the weedless plastic? Was it during that scene or was it earlier? Uh, it, it, it was, if it wasn't before you got your fish, it was just after, so just after the lunch break. Just because you kept hitting sand through that straight? Like yeah. Like it was that shallow? It was shallow and it was the, the shallowest running hard body I had and it was still grinding, grinding through sand. <coughs> you tried to chatterbait for a bit, didn't you? Uh, I had a little, oh, yeah, a little on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just worried that it was going to be a little bit too light, the rod and, and the setup for it. Yeah. And then did you feel confident? Weedless plastics is something we're going to talk about here. Mm. Did you feel confident with it straight out? Not particularly. I haven't used them a great deal. Um, and I, I knew that these ones sit pretty high in the water. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you were trying to sink it down or, or fish it in fast water, it probably wasn't the best option. But... Um, yeah, I wasn't too sure what to think, but it was probably the best the best lure for the water we were fishing. Yeah. And you never gone because this is the thing you might get stuck with is I need to change, I need to change, I need to change. How long you were using it for a solid while before you got your first yellow? And this is not just one. I'm you're not going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was using it probably uh, was it been over an hour. Yeah. 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 Um, before I had a touch or anything on it, 
we were sort of, we were pretty close, the boats were all pretty close together, and we were all sort of working the same sort of timber section, yeah. and I'd ha- already made a few casts in there, um, and then halfway through one of the retrieves, yeah, this fat yellow came up and just smashed the six-inch plastic on a <laughs> 10 owner, owner flashy, and it was, yeah, and just smashed it, like got the hook, hook straight in. Because you were like, oh, on, yeah, yeah. like cod, got a cod. Felt like a good fish. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting a yellow to be able to... That was the big one, wasn't it? Yeah, just over 50. So that's half believable, but it gets better. Around the corner on the rocks, I'll get another fish. I think it fit maybe two palms in your hand. Yeah. Little yellow. Tiny. You end up with four yellows on a 10 hook. Yeah. <laughs> Plastic's huge. Yeah. And all, all of them through the mouth, all pinned through the mouth. Yeah. So I don't know what they were trying to do with it, but... They were happy to just smash it right in the middle. And they must have been hitting it hard. They yeah. hit it so hard, eh? They were happy. Yeah. Run us through, uh, while we're on it, sun for yellows in rivers is so key. Dan and I said, if today, yesterday was cloudy, not one yellow would have got caught. No. Nah. Not a single Compl- yellow. It would have been a completely different day. They love sun. Yeah. And they love flash, which is, I think, Dan and I were chatting, I think the blade being where it was on the flashy under the belly, I think that's where they attacked. And... As they've grabbed it, that's actually where the hook point is. Yeah. Because yellow is, if on a hard body, it's the back treble. All it's the like time. whack, back yeah. treble, back treble. The big M was back treble. Yeah. For me. Did you? It was for me too. You got one as well? Mm-hmm, on the big M. So I'd love to know if you put a blade on the front of a hard body, is, would you start hooking them under the chin? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. would they go, right, I'm not hitting the tail, now I'm hitting. Because they can't, they must be hitting it because they're not hitting the tail because it wouldn't hook mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Anyway, I was blown away yeah. by the yellows the other thing is you had a hollow body that plastic you're using is hollow body hollow it's body. it's built for rigging weedless yeah and i think it compresses really easy so a fish that small makes it a little bit easier yeah mm. definitely yeah yeah if you're fishing something that was sort of like just full full plastic yeah it might not have compressed and being able to get the hook in the mouth you're not picking up this dog snoring, are you? Yeah, I am, but that's all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dogs. He's half <laughs> <out> cold. <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt has a new pup, which is actually quite a good dog. Yeah. Putty cracking dog, and he's full passed out on Matt's lap. And the snores <laughs> That's podcast confirmed. Yeah. Good good boy. Yeah. <laughs> Must be a good chat. Sorry, there was seven of us here. <laughs> seven of us. What's his name? Remy. And Remington. A lab. Yeah, black lab. Jet black. Yeah. I that. can't see him. If he walks anywhere away from the fire, I can't see the thing. <laughs> so I've got to invest in either some glow sticks or a collar that lights up. <laughs> glow sticks. So then once that happened for the yellows, you were confident that that would work for a cod and it stayed on. Yep. What happened, what else happened through that before we get onto the afternoon? Uh, I had a nice cod. Yeah. Karen, Justin, you guys, you were in your stack of yellows and you were yourself I'd started, a couple of yellows. Yeah, a couple of yellows. It was overall a good day. Yeah. But nothing major no. had popped up. Like we weren't getting many cod or even the trout cod weren't popping up except yeah. for your one. And I think it kind of, they went really quick and we rolled through a lot of shallow sandy timber and then we rolled through pretty much the afternoon but before we get to that story... The adventure is next level, isn't it? Doing something like this. Yeah. Floating. Yeah, it's not just the fishing action at all. There's so many parts to it. Yeah. And how do we go about it? Like, run us through the process, which is kind of weird. It's not just about 
catching a fish. When every, when someone catches a good fish, it's like yeah. we're all in there. The whole team's together. Come and check it out. Every, pretty much every time, unless it's someone's miles down the river, which is pretty rare. Or you get or stuck you can't on a sandbar. Yeah, <laughs> sandbar to have a look. But yeah, it's everyone like enjoys every single decent like fish captured all the way down. You enjoy them all? Yeah. Was there a moment today where you're like, can people stop catching fish so I can have a cast? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Mr. Cameron I, I, know, I know what you're saying now. Um, when Karen got hers. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, we take I, the photo. We, we're in there. Dan and I are in there with the camera and the photos. It's all Dan will put the cap shake, on. Yeah. The clip it in, shove it under the deck, which is a pain. Yeah. And you turn around and you're like, Matt, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> There's not much of that from me today. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pretty quiet this trip. It's either Karen or Alex or... We even. did spend a fair bit of time on the camera, even though we weren't doing any sort of proper filming stuff. Even outside of that, we spent a fair bit of time taking photos and having a chat and hearing we, the stories of each fish. And, and we talk about the... Because uh, we do this, obviously we're out here, we're creating content, we yeah. have to. But we talked about this as such a rare opportunity that we actually put some of the filming aside for another day. Yeah. Because the fishing. Yeah. So the afternoon rolls through, we've got an hour and a half of light left. What do you do uh, as a process? Everyone jump in. Justin, actually, what was going through your head mid-afternoon? You're catching all these yellows. We're all at you to take that beetle spin off. And <laughs> You were at him, Reese. I don't know if it was, was everyone. It was what, you. <laughs> what was the process, mate? What were you thinking for a, a cod? And obviously, we'll get through to today as well. What was the afternoon... Were you confident in the lure? Had you found the confidence lure? Oh, not a hundred percent yet because we were going through a bit of that. We didn't have a lot of gear that was sort of suited to the situation apart from surface. Like even a lot of my spinner baits were all sort of one ounce, which I could still fish them, but I had to fish them a little bit quicker than I sort of wanted to. Um, unless you landed it right in the perfect spot, which you know when you got Karen in the front of your boat, it's a bit of a pain in the ass because she <laughs> tends to get that spot before I get there and I'm trying to control the boat and next minute oh I'm on and we're going around in circles. You taught me well. Yeah you're, I did. You're trying yeah. to net the fish and control the motor. Yeah and, and yeah. we had some hectic moments yeah. on the trouties today which was off its head. The adrenaline was pumping that much. I was shaking more than what she was. <laughs> Run us through the uh, the boat situation because Karen you have experienced it, so you yep. knew what to expect. I knew what to expect. And uh, actually, Poor Justin has Karen it. knows how to stand Who's in the front the of the boat. Driver? Oh. oh, I've got it down Ooh. pat now. But oh, Matt, no, Matt, no. Matt, Matt only... He would have had a lot. So I'm a I've had some pretty that. bad situations in <laughs> We had worse... I had worse crashes with Matt into trees. <laughs> <laughs> the water's pretty on par. I'd give it a fair 50-50, like a skinnier and quick on the ovens yeah. but this is still pretty dangerous we've had some pretty well, I'm frothing um... the rapids now i got that shit down <laughs> <laughs> I didn't at the start the first one I was panicking a little bit had some pretty out of control boat moments though with Jaws I suppose where we're... well when you hook a bloody decent trouty and fl- flowing a million miles an hour and then we're like going around in circles trying not to snap my new miller rod and <laughs> bloody you know like it's pretty hectic but the, that, the whole adventure, though, how about the whole packet oh, it is? Because I remember Justin was like, this is not going to happen. We're not going to fit it all in. Yeah. You're kidding. Yeah. We're not yeah. getting all this stuff in this boat. Because we're camping yeah. out of the rubber boats. Yeah. The but it's is, cool, though. Yeah, it's off its head. Like, we've been spoiled, though, lately. You know, we're going from 
pretty much a six metre boat to an inflatable and you're looking at it going, yeah, nah, bro, that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, it happens though. Everyone, and yet today I asked Matt this afternoon after getting through rapids in the four metre, I was like, would you Sorry, prefer I'm to do this? Clothes. I can smell something. Would you prefer that to do shoes, this in a, would you prefer to do this in an in inflatable? And you're like, yeah, it's just easier. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, getting getting around in the inflatable is a hell of a lot easier, particularly with the sandbars or even just like the rock, rocky flats. Um, and particularly particularly after that first morning, that crash we had going down the rapid in the... <laughs> I in was going to bring that up. <laughs> we were and trying to just gloss over it. I didn't think that was going to be too bad, but we sort of, I don't know, we had the boat going backwards down, which is sort of what we needed to do. But we hit this one stump and I went ass over. Like, it's on what the do film I say? That I, we I, I teleported. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Matt goes. I teleported from the front to halfway back through the boat. I was on my gone. Bum. I was gone. So that was pretty sketchy. But uh, we I got. I told we got him to hold on, mate. I did tell him. Everyone is. Uh, we quick, heard it. I heard it from question, the dance questioning the volume of my call, but it was definitely there. I was in another world. <laughs> I was trying to protect my electric motor. Do you yeah. feel that this stuff... There's a, there's a seriously big dent in the side of that boat. Yeah, which is not ideal. But she'll, do you she'll knock out. feel that the that adds to the adventure? Oh, Even though it's not ideal and you're like, I'm a bit scared, I'm a bit worried about this snag and this pile of sticks and, you know, it is dangerous to, to a point. But I, I love this country. I reckon it adds to that full adventure. Absolutely. It's, you know... We catch fish and it's like, oh, we've actually got to get through this rapid now. Yeah. And then we catch fish again, hopefully. Yeah. It's epic. Camping, we're on a stone bar literally metres away from the water. Second night, random spot. We fish surface till dark, surface in the morning. Um, over to you. Uh, yeah. At 4.30-ish. 4.30-ish. Sort of that prime time. Come, Dan and I went top water. Yeah. There's enough shadow on a bank when top water, you guys on the sunny side? We were on the sunny side um, and sort of drifting along. There was this quite a big lay down um, poking out into the water and then, you know, 15 metres downstream, there's a little shrubby bush with a bit of timber in front of it. Um, and I've cast out and it's to neither of the two, sort of halfway between the two. Um, gave it a couple of wines. I thought, nah, that's no good. I need to get it to either of these. So I started winding it back in pretty quick, almost burning it in, yeah. um, and then just see this massive fish just roll on it. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's a good fish, and I couldn't feel anything immediately. I'm like, oh, no, I've missed it. Were you still rolling? I was still, still rolling Burning. time, yep. Um, and then, yeah, felt weight. I'm like, oh, yep, that's on. Um, thankfully, he was at top, so it wasn't much of a fight, and we were able to get it in the net. Pretty hard. Oh, right. Yeah, Did we could see water hard. going. Over. Could you could, could you? Yeah, we'll right behind thing. him. Sound like a buff. Yeah. yeah, we got that in the net and pretty fast, eh? And yeah, a new PB, a new yeah, PB cod, ninety-five cast, ninety-five on a shit cast that I burned back in, <laughs> in full sun. Yeah. You've got to take him. a foot under the surface. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. reckon about like a like you saw him. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, a foot, foot, foot to a half a metre. Yep. Yeah, that's just epic. Mm. Got him in the net, and Matt's like, he's easy 90, he could even go. Yep. You said that, yep. I think. Like, it could even go. I was go. just pumping. I was, like, calling down the river to you boys, get down here. Mm. Like, this is a good one. Yeah. All over, Ooh. and, yeah, an epic fish that... I thought the 80 was 
going to be the fish of the day. Hopefully, yeah. you hope it's not. You'll always hope for a meter yeah. cod, but there's meter cod through here aren't like fishing the Murray. You know, that that 95 is just an epic fish. So congrats, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's it's gonna be one that I remember for a long time. It's um, yeah, nice to do it on the home river system. Obviously, I haven't fished this area as much as lower below Wagga, but yeah, so good to do it on the own, own river. And then we jump back into top water, and Matt forgot to place the surface order. Mm. No, I I put a message into you in the chat. Mm, that's I right. actually said Reese forgot. Yeah, I said Reese, you need to place the order. And we had no surface action for two sessions. Oh, Matt got one bull for first morning, but other than that, that was was very quiet. Did any other, did you have any other action after that fish? No, no, probably it was a very was. slow afternoon. Yeah. I think we were all throwing. No, you got the 70, didn't you, Dan? Nah. Yes. Yeah. Tell yes. us this story. Oh, yes. Yeah, before, that was before Alex's fish. That was, that was earlier. To run us through, run through this rapid, willows. Yep. yep. Come across a really, um, like a pretty swift section of water running right across the face of these willows. You've thrown a, thrown a cast in. Thanks, Karen. I appreciate it. <laughs> in just like it's just you know you've only got a couple of meter pocket between each of the sort of willow trees. Bang, gone in there. Nuts. Now we've got to go in and get it. Go in and get it. You've thrown while we're in there. So like, oh, we'll just throw a little flick into that little pocket over three there. Three meters from the boat. Oh yeah, four, three, five, four. maybe five. Yeah. Yep. So it's not sh- it's a short cast because it was yep. just we're under the willow. Yeah. It's. Yeah, you're fully in the canopy of the willow sort of thing. Poke right up in there, and what do you say? It's like a like a trout. <laughs> no, so I cast the uh, the hard body, and I just run it back. It's only that shallow running hard body. Yeah. And I'm winding right, so wh- whack it in wind. It would have gone that far. Yeah. It, like that far for everyone who cannot see this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say less than a foot. Yeah, foot. And I wasn't looking down, so I've lifted it up and gone to cast again. And as the lure sort of straightened out for the cast, I held it up because I saw something in peripherals. I looked down, I'm like, I literally saw a cod, a decent cod, tail down, nose up, staring me in the face, and he's looking at me like a brown trout, going, "Where's that fly gone?" <laughs> and then his lips have broke surface, and he rolled and like shot down. And as that happened, I was like, "Oh!" Yeah. And Dan's like, "What?" Yeah. Like. That was, and Dan's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know where he is. <laughs> right there. But he took off that way, which yeah. is left, yeah. and you were sort of more to the right. So yeah. he's obviously sensed the spinnerbait, yeah. done a U-turn, and just gone, yeah. bang, your food. Just a proper active, I'm not missing out on two feeds, because that other one just disappeared into the sky. <laughs> he would have eaten it if I dropped it back on his nose. Yeah. And it was a good 70 centimetre cracking solid fish. Yeah, yeah, really good. That was a pretty cool moment for us rather just the whole scenario of how it was captured. Yeah. It was pretty yeah, it was pretty funny, pretty good. And then uh, last night, Juzzy, what was running through your head, mate? Yeah, I was thinking if you starting fish. to show up, like how are we gonna get one of these fellas? And you think, oh well, we'll just have to dig deep the next morning, but wasn't a lot of surface action, so you think, Oh I don't know, it might not happen. We but, pushed um, off early, didn't we? Yeah, we pushed off early and Karen said, oh, I'm going that big cog cracker as she, she really likes them lures as they're pretty popular and they catch good fish. And we went around the clay edge, come through a rapid and mm. it was pretty quick water, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. quick. It was pretty quick, but there was this uh, dead pocket in the back. Yep. And I got first cast in, just put it, run it up alongside where all the laydowns were. Got nothing out of there, but then I spied 
a bit of a pocket at the back and there was a bit of a limb coming down and in and I just threw it into there and pulled her out about two metres and boom. It was a good ear. That was huge. Yeah. yeah, Alex and I heard that straight away. Yeah, we yeah. heard that's that. a good yeah. fish. Further up the river. Soon yeah. as it ate it. How mate. far off the like the faster water was it? Oh, probably three metres off the faster water. Yeah. Maybe two, you, you three metres. You hooked it metres. in the slack stuff still, yeah. Yeah, I still yeah. hooked it in the slack stuff. So it was quite a deep pocket. Yeah, there was a bit of room in it. There was yeah. a bit of room in there. And, like, I nearly didn't go into that spot. I was nearly going to run it back where I had actually done the yeah. first cast because there was a stack of timber in there. Mm. But no, I just, whatever reason. Yeah. Something told me to go in there and... Yeah. yeah. Halfway through the pocket? Sort yeah, of? about halfway through the pocket. Crunch. Crunch on. Yeah. And what'd you get? I got, what did it end up measuring that one? 81. 82. 82, that was the 82. Hybrid. Yeah, a hybrid. Um, Murray cod cross trout cod. So, yeah, and the, it looked more Murray Cottish than do. Trout Cottish. They always do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the telltale sign was the jaw clamping down <laughs> that's what, that's and trying to get first. It's my like, thumb in there to hold Karen's him. Karen's trying to pick it up and it's just like, nah. He I'm not had it. his mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. Karen's Locked like, going to let it go. You're going, I've got a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't want to let go. I've still got marks on my finger. Far out. We had a fair dosey do when that hit. As soon as it hit, I just said, hang on to him, Karen. Like, I knew he was a good one straight up, and I was like just trying to keep the boat, and we're going around in friggin' circles, and he's here and there, and you just don't know what's going on. Still pretty dark at that time, yeah. too. Yeah. That was a prime window, though, so we, we talked about it today, didn't we? Like, mm. run us through, how early was that? Like, Oh. How, how long after first light? Like, seven minutes? Yeah, that it was... was darn it was, early. It was at that point where by the time we'd pulled up on the sandbar and spent a few minutes with the fish to take some photos, you, you then... The sun was... You, so look, you look up again, it's like, oh, the yeah, day's just away. completely changed. Like, the morning is, like, there. It's, it's proper daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was good. That was your goal. It was Could my goal. Talk, it was my talk goal. Talk about that? Um, yeah, so... I sort of set the goal for the trip because I haven't had a landed a surface cod since last year at Wyangla, so nearly 10 months. Yep. And um, you love your top water. I love my top water. It's what made me fall in love with the sport. So I just love running it all the time. Um, but, yeah, I just haven't had the opportunities really in the past, well, this season, to get one, um, and I've just missed little ones. And then, yeah, it was good to actually get a solid one. Mm. It's on very top. fitting of who caught the only topwater fish mm. from a lot of topwater fishing. Yeah. yeah. Very fitting. So yeah. congrats yeah. with that fish. That it's was good. And Dan and I were literally sitting behind you guys, not casting, just watching you cast the log. It was really surreal, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, watching. Bang. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> just erupted. It was a good crack, too. Mm. Yeah, it was a good eat off the top. And then as a summary, because today was really good, lots of fish caught. Um, Karen and Alex, run us through your approach. Karen, what was your approach? You, you, you caught a couple of yellows yesterday, and your goal was to catch a good fish. You got your 80 centimetre topwater fish, but you still want to obviously keep catching fish. So what was your thought process to try and continue to catch those large fish? What lure <sighs> did you stick with question. all day? Yeah. Um, so I stuck with the big M. I don't know, I just, after I got the one on surface, like, and obviously yesterday we worked out they were up higher, um, and that is literally the only, virtually the only lure in our <coughs> tackle box 
and hard body, and I do, I have been loving my hard bodies this year, but the little Arashi, he's too small, um, and he's getting too deep. Well, I thought he'd stick with it. If he didn't get too deep, could that lure have potentially stayed on, stayed on for the entire trip? Oh, I don't know. I reckon it would have. You reckon? Yeah, you love that. Thing. I do she love does. the Arashi. Yeah. So <laughs> just again, I was very surprised it came off. And it came off. And I'm it glad came it off did. yesterday and it hasn't gone back on, right? And it's because of we're just bashing sand. You know, yeah, this is just rubbish. bashing yeah. sand. And they weren't coming from the deep water. So we had to find something. And that lure literally, Juzzy did not want me to buy it. I grabbed it off the shelf. <laughs> Only because we got 10 million lures. And we I do thought have you don't need lures. another one, but you're adamant we needed that. So and I quickly grabbed it. Good good <laughs> always the one you don't have. Really upset. I didn't <laughs> so buy it's going to be a giveaway on the uh, social fishing membership. I'm going to get some of those lures off the wall. Give away to the members. No worries, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so for everyone listening who's not a member, Karen obviously jumps on a lot of Q and As, and she has this incredible looking lure wall behind her, and shows us up big time with our. Mine's just a messy background and Dan's pink flamingo on the cabinet background. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, and then run us through, like, how did your day pan out? You wanted to catch yourself a trout cod and whack, an epic trout cod. Whack. Hod. Epic trout cod. Oh, what a drama that just that loaded was. up. <laughs> shit, mate. I and we were in the meter. shit. <laughs> when she loaded up and it's pull and drag, I said, shit, this has got to be a meter. Like, if this is a cod, this is huge. And it was as we are going down in the flow, round the sticks. Then we had to go back up and we had full noise trying to get up. We're doing circles and it's wrapped around a stick and, oh, it was off its head. Yeah. And I did say trout cod are a fish of crazy oh. power and you said that one well and truly lived up to what well and truly lived up to what you said it would it was just powerful it was holding me down i literally just had to lift through the rod to get him up and then you breaking a off a stick <laughs> yes so yep. he obviously towed me up which i could feel i was struggling to get him up mm. um so yes i'd say we were connected to a nice mm. tree and branch down there and Eventually snapped him off somehow and got him up, which was awesome. Yeah. It was straight after that other fish. What was the one? <laughs> what was that one? That one I'm going to come back to. Oh, no. It was the big one. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so, we, we case surface, right? We threw Dan and I threw surface in front. And um, mm. there's that window. Hey, can you explain for people... Yep. If you're getting into this, this whole when do I change and what do I do? Yeah. It's personal choice, but... The longer you go on with surface, the less chance they're going to hit it yeah. as a general rule. And yeah. there's still a really good subsurface bite window, which starts from first light. Yeah. Yeah. And Alex capitalised. Yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. run us through that. How do, you, well, how do you know when to stop? I don't know if you do. Like, you, if, you, if you feel on it and that's how you want to catch one... And that's how you—it's a big fish presentation. Um, I think we, we probably stuck with it a little bit longer than what you technically—you know—we're outside the, the window. The sun was on the other bank. Yeah, high. we were just fishing we're in shadows. shadows. Yeah, um, you just sort of half river shadows. You'd call it like like half the river still in shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's still fairly dark on the water where the fish are that we're sort of targeting. But um, I mean, eventually you got to you know call it and, and go sub. To actually get into a fish because it's it's sort of one of those calls where you really want to catch one on surface 
because of the whole explosion and the, the visual aspect of things. So you do tend to sort of push on a little bit further. Um, where you're probably burning some really productive times if you were to fish a subsurface lure. That's what's awesome about this trip, though. Yeah. Is that we can fish top water knowing that we're not completely wasting everything because we've got no. four lures behind us that might capitalise on an epic fish, which has yeah, happened. Yeah, it's so good because in your head the whole time you're drifting down, it's like, I could try that there, I could try that there, and there's two other boats and four other lures following behind our boat that are trying half of those things as we're going down anyway. Yeah. So you sort of get to experience that whole trial and error that you, you've got no chance of doing on your own. You can't do it just two blokes in the boat. But when you've got two other boats, you can do it. Yeah. Like a rapid fire learning situation. Isn't it? Got, Isn't it so yeah. good? Yeah. And it was like a trip to Wyangla last year, the team trip. Just the amount of information we were able to learn yeah. from having so many boats on the water. Yeah. And then that helped everyone else to get onto the fish, and that's happening again on this trip. Yeah. yeah. Just and, that having... was, and that was the thing, like, we're all sort of looking at what everyone's throwing and going, okay, what's happening? Have we had any woofs, any strikes? No, okay, I might go to something a little bit smaller, or I might go subsurface now. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, something different between the You boats. went to smaller surface, didn't you? Yeah, I tried smaller surface. Um, and then you went sub. Like you I went sub, yeah. changed at the same time, didn't you? Oh, no, so I actually had a um, big M on at the time oh you both went sub yeah we both went sub because i think you guys were in front of us throwing top some pretty water. big top water yeah um alex obviously from the day before is feeling that placky um and i just yeah i kind of wanted to go subsurface too because yeah some's starting to come up what's the <clears throat> before we jump into that the whole you know that learning that you were talking about Karen yep. and having so many boats in the water. What is all of yours and anyone jump in your opinion on having so many boats? Six people fishing a river. Like you're listening to this podcast right now, you're possibly like six of his casting, th- like three boats floating. Yeah. Like normally, you're like first boat, first cast to a log, you're on. Yeah. What's the like? How can you explain how effective it works when we all care about everyone catching fish? how insanely effective it is and the other concept I wanted to touch on is how slow you and I have been yep. versus how insanely epic Alex and Karen have been. Mm. We could have done this three-day float and gone, it was pretty tough. Yeah. But those two could have done the float and gone, that was the best float of my life. Yeah. Let's go again tomorrow because it's that's shaping up that way. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So jump in like those two concepts, yep. everyone. Well, as far as... Um, three boats fishing you can fish shoulder to shoulder we do you're moving fairly fast you a lot of the time we're within a cast or two from each other and because the water's fairly swift obviously there's pockets that certain boats aren't going to get to people are fishing slightly different people's eyes pick up a different bit of structure or different pockets slightly differently yeah and so you're just covering so all different angles there's no between six lures going in the water, there's never one that's the same as another one. So it's always just different angles and things yeah. as you go into the river. Were you confident, Matt, being last? I don't. I never felt not confident. Yeah, being I last. think you I can. Think pick... the, I think the surface thing's the only thing where you might go. You know, if you're the lead boat, you've you've got a better shot on top. But any other any other way, Matt. Mm. Sorry, snoring again. Um, <laughs> That just ruined my train of thought, but no, I think um, you never being, felt you never you felt. never feel disadvantaged. 
And like you said, when we're working as a team, if you've got that mentality of working as a team, you don't really care um, if you miss a fish and someone else yeah. gets one. I think yeah. that just that kind of builds the confidence in a way that we're working this bank effectively. Yeah. Um, uh, Justin said to me, I think this morning, you're going past this huge, like huge log full of cod pockets. And you said, I, I've only been able to cast twice into this. You boys might as well throw in here too. You don't have to go around us. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't cover it all. You can't you cover it all. By the time you retrieve your lure, like Dan said, there's just good pockets you're just going to miss. So even if you are the back boat or the middle boat, it's like you could pick one up that the other boats just simply couldn't get to, even on the most epic-looking structure. And you're feeding yep. that info, though. You're yeah. literally like, oh, guys, that's a good stick. I missed it. Yeah. Make sure you put it top side of the log. I got the bottom side. Oh, yeah. there's been a couple of situations well, we've been, where we're yeah. leapfrogged and I've just gone, ah, you'll get one in there, boys, or I won't fish that. I'll just leap. You'll let you have that one and see what happens in yeah. the next minute. Oh, yeah, I'm on. And, you know, there's little things like that. It doesn't always work out, but it seems to. And then quite often the lead boat does get a fish because if you are switched on and you hit that right spot. Very true. Yeah, bang. Yeah. That has happened quite a bit, but there's still been instances like yeah. Alex's where he's picked up the monsters just bloody, yeah. you know, just coming behind or in the middle or whatever. Yeah. Can you share your uh, just whole feel of the, the trip fishing from a boat solid for two days in the Bidgee, which I, I might be making this up, but have you spent such a long time fishing from a boat when you do a lot of bank walking or is this something you've never done um, for such an extended period i'm just keen on your opinion yeah i've done like i've done a few overnight trips on on the river probably nothing in a boat yeah in the boat yeah nothing quite as full-on as this like i'm i'm pretty leisurely as a fisherman so i'm not generally not too early fish the gentleman hours Sorry, <laughs> sorry, we killed that. We're yeah. literally doing a podcast. We're gonna go to bed. We're gonna be like, we're up at five. Yeah, it right on the first light. So, but what do you? What's the whole? I know it's a tough thing to answer, but yeah, obviously you open up um, a different avenue to target the fish, casting back towards the bank and bringing it back out. Um, access to water is a big thing. Obviously, yep. we're covering a lot covering, of water. Yeah, covering a lot of water and quickly, um, which is. Something I spoke about with Matt on the boat today is if it was just the two of us and we had a week to do this drift and we picked apart every log, would we catch as many fish yeah. as what we've done? Probably because we'd have more casts, but because there's so many of us throwing so many different things, we've accelerated that learning curve and we all know right up it need to be shallow. This is where we need to be fishing. Are you saying, like, let's say we've got, you're talking our hours, so we've got three, say three boats, right? Yep. And we've done two and a half days. Would two of you over seven and a half days achieve the same result? That's what you sort of said. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I said to It's interesting, hey. Mm. Like, if we, yeah. we, we fish slow know. and, like, picked well, apart every little hole. The trouble is with that is you don't have that those same circumstances for seven days no that's true the weather's going to change your barometer We've and got your mood weather, and yeah. the whole the whole thing could change so you, you never really get that opportunity to have that amount of time jammed into what we're doing out here another good thing is you've got six lures at the same time so it's like is the moon affecting it yeah. is the uh is the barometer affecting it as karen's nodding next to me yeah my We've, fish this morning was on the moon yeah they yeah, had one? some pretty red hot the, Surface top water, top water, the yeah. hybrid, and then there's a good bite around the moon today. Whenever yeah, it was, what was it doing? Rising, setting, 
uh, above. Moon above. Yeah. That was quite a good bite period. And then Moon above had passed, and you're like, right, oh, it's lunchtime because nothing's biting now. Mm. And we had like an earliest lunch I've ever had. Yeah. Because then, because the first day, this is really interesting. It was really slow, wasn't it? Till lunchtime. Yeah. Really, really slow. So we were going right tomorrow, because the weather's cold, because the system's cold. Let's remember that after that first bite window, even though we caught nothing in the bite window, it's always a window. Yeah. And today it was. There was a definite window from yours to yours, the fish. Yeah. Then let's have an early lunch after that moon period, yeah. which Karen and Justin pulled up and go, like, this is lunch. It was early hours mm. because the afternoon, the day before, was an epic arvo because it's yeah. getting cool. Yeah. And today followed suit. It was an epic arvo again. Oh, yeah. Like, don't have a late lunch when that's the bite window. And we've probably not doubled our catch rate, but we've increased it by 20% yeah. by doing something like that. Yeah. Well, if we'd sat down for lunch in the middle of today, we wouldn't have got half the fish. No. Mm. It was on. It was on. Yeah. Yeah. Triple hookup on Trouties was there pretty was cool. There was, actually, yeah. yeah. Three yeah. different boats and all caught one at the same time. There was a trout in a yellow just before yeah, that, wasn't there? We had, mm-hmm. double we had a double and yep, then we yep. had a triple. Then we had, yep. <laughs> that's when just... Dan was like, can I cast, please? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> maybe it was that time. Yeah, the was poor like, guys up on the bank on watching us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were so many fish. It was a really good bite. And then we, Justin and I both, he had a hit or dropped one. Yeah, and I caught after. one very next cast after that triple hookup. You, we right, both yeah. had, fir- we put our fish back, you went over one side, we went the other. Yeah. And I cast in and went, oh, that was a hit. And then you've gone, oh, yep, got one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just paying attention to subtle. And also, you don't have to just go and do a full day to learn that. I already knew that. I said to you all. Yeah. The afternoon's where it's at. If yeah. the morning's tough, it's okay. Yeah. And that's just a, a general rule of uh, cooler water. Cool yeah. water, that's what happens. It, it, it's summer, different. Summer, it's go hard all morning. Yeah. Have your break in the mid-arvo. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens tomorrow, I think. Because like, we've had consecutive days of these nice warm weather, whether the morning might start that little bit earlier. Like we won't have that... Lull. That lull. Well, we that... won't be stopping because we're not doing a full day. Either. No, that's right. But, you know, whether that will go from that early first light surface into a subsurface and, you know, get a, a consistent bite after, you know, four, what, four or five days of sunny weather now. Yeah. I would nearly be, I nearly wouldn't even be down the surface, to be honest. And just that's from because the experience. caught one off the top yeah. from how many lures? Yeah. I would. Even this afternoon, like pretty much pitch black before we pulled up to camp, Justin's throwing a spinnerbait and he's catching catching fish or having hits subsurface. And we had nearly the other five of us are throwing. Oh no, the other four of us because Karen, I think, was still sub two. I was still in the big M. Yep. The other four of us are still throwing surface and not having a touch. So it sort of put me off. For this particular trip, I don't think it's right, but that's a very fair observation. And yeah. The other side of the story is that it just brings up big fish. Yeah. Which is what I'm, and yeah. obviously, you know, Dan and I are throwing it, so you're probably like, I'm, get, let's go sub, and you well, know what I mean. It'd be proper interesting if, like, because I'm happy to stick top. If you guys were to fish sub, just to see if that morning bite actually does happen tomorrow on the sub. Yeah, on well, the subsurface, like, right through what we're calling the, the cooler part of the day where they're not supposed to be technically biting because they're going to bite when it's a little bit warmer later yeah. on. Because the sun was up before anyone switched this morning, really. Like, no one went with it early. So it'd be interesting, like you're saying, if yeah. the first cast, whack, 
yeah. you know, that real prime light will yeah. hit the yeah. sub. That's actually it's probably worth doing, you know, half yeah. sub, half top water. Yeah. Um, and we always put the top water first. If mm-hmm. we tr- if we do like if we do that tomorrow, drift, yeah. if we yeah. do that tomorrow, the, Dan and I will lead with top water. If the if the rest were to fish sub, yeah, just for that purpose yeah. of Karen. top water. Karen's shaking. Karen's going to be fine in the lead boat. Yeah, <laughs> plus I'm still due to get one. So everyone's caught a really good quality fish. So we'll, uh, we're no. coming back to you. <laughs> Everyone, it, it's nearly there. So <laughs> you've there. caught some really nice smaller trout sure. on today. I did get a PB, Freddy. Yeah. And you've caught the most a donkey, fish by like far. Yes. yes. Yeah. You've slayed it on the Matt's, numbers. Matt is probably the only one as well. Matt's got a nice trouty. And, In but the 60s. Karen's yeah, caught. Good one. We, we didn't get to this, but Karen, you ended up with that trout cod that drilled you. You ended mm-hmm. up with another 80 centimetre cod, like a yep. beautiful Murray mm-hmm. cod. Mm-hmm. I caught the 80 on the first day. Dan come through from nowhere. We had the slowest day until three fish in the afternoon for Dan. Yep. Two cracking trout cod, which you were chasing, yep. and a really good Murray that absolutely drilled you. Yep. And the best part of it is you boys were sitting right beside us watching it. Yeah. <laughs> what happened, Alex? Yeah. What well, happened right well, we, we were sort of We sort of just drifted in ahead of Dan and Reese um, on their boat. And I th- we, I th- you're well, kind I, of being courteous. You right? were being very courteous. You were yeah. being courteous, but you did throw one in. I think I you were. We said almost right. edged on to throw in there. Yeah, yeah. I definitely encouraged. That there's no courtesy here. It's like jump and, in there. Yeah, uh, and halfway through, halfway through the retrieve, I've got snagged. Yeah. Um, so Dan's pitched one right up in the back of the log, and and yep, he's jammed that nice yeah. god. <laughs> and then as we drift up there, my lure just falls off the log, and I just go, oh no. It was nearly a right angle in your rod. Yeah. That radar held up pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah, that fish give me a good bit of curry. We thought, well, how's the feeling? Yeah, that yeah, that was good. That was a proper good tussle, that. And it was in some pretty heavy country too. I was a fair bit of timber in there, so it was, I thumbed as soon as that fish hit it. I was on the, th- like, straight on the spool straight away to get his head coming because it was pr- pretty we thought that one was going to go we thought I, I was I was shaking my legs going please be me yeah, like, pop up pop yeah. up pop seeing up your yeah. rod from side on yeah. the way it was yeah. like that thing is big because it was under the boat because <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah, short yeah. flight it, it come right under so you had yeah. to lift it straight down yeah. it was just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. loaded so, yeah <laughs> It's special fish, eh? Just the way they hit, yeah. the way they pull, like... And the, and, and Trouty more... before was really good, too. Your first, like, 60-centimetre Trouty was okay. The second one was, yeah, okay, I can see what the go is with these Troutys and how hard they fight sort of thing. They're fun, aren't they? But that 80-centimetre, <laughs> that Murray, that was... What a go. was 80... 83. Three, Three that's right, yep. yeah. Beautiful fish. Yeah, yeah. Very well-conditioned Yeah, fish. yeah, yeah. No, you... Yeah, put up a good stash that one. They've all been pretty healthy. Like they're in beautiful, such good nick. beautiful yeah, colours on all of them. Yeah, no, no real sores on anything. There's maybe no. a couple of no, in top little nick. spots, maybe, but they're in incredible condition. The flood is the best thing. That, well, like I was talking to you, Alex, and that I fished this bit of river a lot prior to 2019, and the sessions were getting tougher and tougher, mm. and we had better conditions than this, and I'd never ever had so many epic moments there is six of us out here but i used to do drifts like this with double boats yeah and never the quality of 70 80 centimeter cod murray cod yeah that they're they're in such good nick yeah coming back to the man who caught a 95 centimeter this morning you went to a weedless plastic behind dan and i mr alex ross yes mr (laughs) alex ross sorry (laughs) 
run us through why you swapped and then that process and all what happened yeah so as, as we've all said um, just the surface bite apart from Karen's fish it just wasn't happening um, so yeah went back to a lure that I knew was going to cover the water well and, and um, you know not snag up and I can throw confidently now that I'd had that fish um, you know I wasn't too worried about what happened from there on out um, and we were sort of drifting along behind Dan and Reese in the boat um, and it's sort of a bit of a couple of willows on this edge a couple of big logs sort of between them and I've pitched out sort of again sort of between the two still underneath the willow um, and the lure sort of landed on a bit of a, a stick just under the surface and I've just rolled it off that off that stick and there's a bit of a puff of mud as it's come off and then I think a couple of wines and yeah loaded up and this fish was fighting hard and I thought oh this could be the one this is gonna be the one the one yesterday was big but this one fought a lot harder see like if in comparison in a such a short window it's like oh like that one was big with this going I just could it it's it yeah yeah <laughs> this one was fighting hard and it didn't come up quickly no I thought that one was a Mary for sure yeah. You can hear it in your voice. Yeah, I was, and I you was, could see. I was pretty, what pretty nervous. There is video footage of this, which I'm really keen to see, but can you reenact it for us, Matt? Like, what happened? Describe. Was um, he telling you? He's like, oh. Oh, he's just sort he... of saying, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. But you can kind of hear it in his voice, like the urgency, like, get the net without, <laughs> get saying, get without saying get the net. And I, I just, I think I just cast my lure. I can't remember if I went first or you went first, but I just cast my lure in there. And I had to try to burn it back in, and it sort of the fight was happening, and you could see it was a serious fish. And I ended up just like chucking my rod in the boat. The lure's out there in the water somewhere, getting the net in, and it still took a little while to get that thing in. It didn't want to come up. Didn't want to come. And up. when it came up, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a that's a big one again. That's another good fish. What yeah. are the chances?" Um, yeah, so as I was bringing it in, like Matt's line is hanging over yeah. my line, and, and the big oh, M's just was sitting in the yeah. water. Oh, really? I didn't yep. know that. We're just gonna have to make like <laughs> make a meal of it. But yeah. Um, yeah, just just get this fish in the yeah. net. We'll yeah. worry about the tangle afterwards. And what'd it go? Ninety-three. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a smaller look at ninety-three. Like it was a lot younger, had a smaller yeah. head, and yeah, um, we didn't actually think it'd go that big, but quality fish mate and congrats to you you've yeah. put in a lot of effort on this river and yeah. to catch a pair of nineties awesome. is a very very special mm-hmm. um any other lessons any other thoughts just sometimes doing things like this and soaking up the adventure the camp it's so special yeah it's a fair bit of effort though like it's a fair bit to do to you know to have the gear and then put the effort into packing down light and getting here in the dark, setting up after the like the previous podcast that we'd done that night. Getting up early. You know, these guys that have travelled a fair way, like Karen and um, Juzzy from down in Vic there, like that's a fair haul to come up for that. Um, but, you, you know, you've you got to put in the effort to get the rewards out. And when you, once you're out here doing it, you just don't want to be anywhere else. Like so you just, good. You just, Worth it. Yeah. Every little bit. Yeah. And time and effort. Yeah. Because you're knackered, aren't you? Oh, I was knackered last night more than tonight. Yeah. I think I'm probably still running on adrenaline from today, but um, and hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, for me, like I suppose 
I was organising our whole family life at home, yes. like, yeah. and the girls being left at home and who was looking after them and making sure everything was set out for them, but it was also organising yeah. for the trip yeah. while working. Yeah, sorry. All good. Works good. <laughs> yeah, it's a big operation. <laughs> it's a big operation just to get here, but mm. it's 100% worth it. Yeah. And putting in that time and effort, yeah. And what, for you... You expected it to be like this because of the boat adventure you'd done on the ovens. What were you thinking for the ovens? Were you, were you a bit worried about the inflatable? I know Justin was worried at the start of this trip. I'll have to say I was nervous like the first time I stepped onto the inflatable, like just the unknown, um, which I love the unknown. I love the adventure side of fishing and the places it takes you, but I didn't know what to expect mm. with it. Like. I didn't know scared? how sturdy it was going to be. Was, yeah, that's what that's what my. I don't know if thing. it was scared. It was definitely a few <laughs> nerves. I don't know if it was a scared nervous. Um, I did crash into that tree pretty oh, that early on that epic. Down <laughs> trip. That was epic, Matt. <laughs> that crack is oh, imprinted yeah. into my oh, brain. Matt, <laughs> I'll never forget it either. I know I wasn't even on the boat. We were probably the 50 deflating boat. Down the road, even whatever. better. Mm. We've done well. Yeah, who deflated the boat so far? And Justin, you, I'm actually glad Karen had been in it because I remember Karen going, it's all right. At the start, remember yeah. pushing off? I don't know what you said, but it's like, it's good. It'll be fine. It'll fit or something. Yeah. But um, you, you're, you're a different man tonight. Your confidence from day one and boat driving and now you're like, give me a rapid. Yeah, no, I'm giddy up in those rapids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just hitting them full bore. I'm actually going faster. Because <laughs> um, that's all you got. <laughs> nah, oh yeah, it just it's a big learning process. Like you told us what to do, but you can't. It, the first rapid, you're sort of hesitating, and then before you know it, you're being like sucked into the Especially vortex. Especially when your battery dies right at the start yeah. of the boat. Yeah. And, we had, <laughs> and we had a lot of trouble with the Minn Kota, and it was cutting out. Motor guide. Motor guide. Motor guide. Uh, motor guide so and you're getting filmed while it's happening yeah, too. And had no idea what the hell was going on because you'd just been sucked in, and before you knew it, I had no power. You're going around in circles and then I'm trying to fight it and making it worse, you know, and then you start to learn, hang on, you've you actually got to go into it yep. like like yeah. a dirt bike and you just got to get on the gas and actually just, like, actually go harder to steer yourself. It's a weird concept, but it works really well. Yeah. And you've got more control when you're actually going faster. Yeah, those like, boats just bounce off things. But as you said, off. you've got to... Um, like, I thought it was a bit stitched up at the start, not anyone's fault, but the foot pedal we had was just, like, terrible. Like, because I come off my mincoder in our boat, and I drive it all the time, so I thought, ah, oh, yeah, it'd be no dramas, you know. But, yeah, that was just feral, that thing. And, and then once <laughs> yeah, I worked out to go yeah, to... to I actually had more success with the hand remote on that particular motor, but... It has hurt my casting as we're going, and Karen's just tailing me up on the big You still ones. caught a lot of fish. Yeah. Or learning how to fish. drive a boat for the first time in yeah. flowing water, you've done That's really massive. well. Yeah. It's a lot of stress at times, like when Karen, especially when she hooked that big one, because I don't want it to get off on yeah. her, you know, and, and it just goes pear-shaped so quickly because of the current, but it's good. Yeah, it's off its head. It's good fun. The adrenaline rush, it, it's sort of, yeah, as you've just seen, I had lost all feeling in the legs after two days. A <laughs> 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 story for another day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, rolled down yeah but it's yeah, it's a good experience. Like yeah, I'm pretty pumped to do it. But yeah, it's it's tough not um 
catching them. And Karen, tell us about, I know we brushed over that 80 of yours, which mm-hmm. you really shouldn't have because that was a pretty epic catch. Mm. Tell us about that. You were really on a groove, like you were really on a groove. And how many fish come off would never have called your 90 or your other 90 for the structure they come off, mm-hmm. and either with your 80, Karen? Or the one before it that I encountered and missed. Oh, tell us about yeah. that. Mm. Well, we, well, I had to be all hush-hush and quiet because you were filming. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't allowed to say anything unless it, it was, was a, a big fish, <laughs> which it was a fish. Yeah. Um, but you're on a full exposed clay Full edge. exposed clay mm. bank. Um, we'd just seen there nah, was something there was a method mooching. to the madness. There was. I said, nah, this is a good spot. There was Everyone actually a fish it. mooching yeah, up in the shallows. Yeah, we drove past the camera. <laughs> yeah. There was, we could spot a fish. So and we just started casting You spot like a carp. We'll say it's a carp. Oh, was so a you fish. actually think you saw a Not that reason? fish. Oh, right, okay. Not that fish, but no, we no. saw a smaller one just mooching up in the sand near yeah. the clay bank. Yeah. Just on the so, back eddy, on the back side of it. Yeah. You know, obviously oh. there's hunting bait in there and there was yabby holes all in the bank and you could see where the water was swirling around and I said, shit gets trapped in there and they just sit there. It had that deep edge. He's got plenty of cover to sit in amongst all them rocks and that and just wait for something to come past. Well, he waited. And? He came out. <laughs> what happened? What happened? It's just slow rolling. Yeah, literally the big M. We hit it from a lot of different angles, though. We did hit it. We put quite a few casts into it. And then all of a sudden we saw him come up. He yeah, hit it. It just pulled my rod over. I must have been in the downwards run with my reel. I lost the grip on my reel from the and hit. pulled it out of hand. Yeah. And then I had nothing. We just saw his flank. He was quite like he so was like deep. a solid jolt, like rip your rod yeah. Yeah. out of your hands, gonna hit. Yeah, yeah, could have been. One They're the ones you live for. Yeah. Yes, and he. And had you a, saw it. We saw it. Mm. We saw the fish. It was only a couple of meters, and because the big M's running only about a meter under. Yeah. We had enough visibility, clarity. and gee, his flank was big. Yeah, he was proper. He one. was a proper. Could have gone. Could have gone. Oh, getting there. Getting there. Alex is lucky he didn't get her. I'm still on top. <laughs> <laughs> still the king. So, still yeah, missed that. That was that one. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but, yeah, yeah, that's that's in full sun. You just never full know. Full sun, mm. yeah. And, like, that one, I suppose the lesson from that one where we were just casting a bank, there was no structure other than it being a deeper bank. Um, yeah, but hitting, and that hitting maybe, them eddies. Yeah, Where the bank the ducked in and there was that nice rocky eddy. It had the rocks and... You know, like, there's obviously plenty of food there for them. But I think from that, I'm just like, all right, they're going to be anywhere. So the next one down, like, there was no real solid big laydown timber or anything like that. Yeah. There no, was just... That one was random. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit random. Um, there was just a whole bunch of roots, I suppose, along the bank. The she-oak. The she-oak yeah. roots. Ca- sorry, just... Casuarina. Yeah. 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 And right, they're not she-oaks, come on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Graham will be up here. Yeah, Graham. But I was just plugging away, just throwing just in every bank. few cars, like, yeah. you know, maybe every five metres there was cars going in or every ten, and just plugged it in there, landed about 30 centimetres off the bank. Maybe one, two cranks, and it was on. That's a hungry feeding fish, eh? Yeah. yeah. Like that's sort of, absolutely edge. smoked it. That sort of structure that you're casting is still going to be good habitat for oh. smaller fish, too. Yes. That's probably why that fish is hanging around, yep. similar to like your yabby holes or other fish in that clay bank that you just, you know, drop your fish. Yeah. That sort of 
uh, like rooty material, like the that habitat is going to hold smaller fish. Yeah, or, but I know, think it's a something that a lot of people overlook food, though. Yeah, as yeah. well, everyone just goes for the big structure and they're you know fish the fr- front, fish the back, you know whatever. But one thing you don't I know what's up, no. I was saying no. to Karen, no, you, don't know. you get them runs right, and then before you get to the rapids, you got the outside bend, and you see like you've got that big eddy or that last big snag before at the end of the pool and at the start of the pool and you know they're going to be there waiting like everything's going to get washed around and pushed up and that one big snag at the start or the end you know there's going to be one there it's just whether he's going to chew or not it's a very good point we just if we just and in those straight bits if you just pick away and put as many casts as you can you don't know what's under there but you can see there's enough depth and they can use those runs as highways running up and yeah. down, and you just got to hit that angry, angry one at the right time. But you don't always do it, obviously. Yeah. And then Karen had that right lure on today, and they were just pouncing on it. And a grass grabbed it pretty quick, and that grabbed was it really quick. 80. Nice bit of a tail wag, flip on top oh, of yeah. the surface. Smoked yeah, it. Mm. he was um, bit of a wave. It's so a bit of a wave. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Kept it on there. We've cap- caught some insane 80s. 90s, some great trout cod. It's just been a ripper of a yep. trip, and I don't know if I did not expect this. Stuck of yellows to him, twine. Yep. Don't know if anyone expected this, to be honest. No, um, I certainly didn't expect size or numbers, to be honest. And I hope you've all had the trip of a lifetime. Yeah. Yep. And we've still got half a day left. Yeah. What's the prediction? Is Alex going to take the cake, or is Matt going to crack a meter? No, I'm getting a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're all going to lay down your sword. You bet the farm you'd pop up, baby. Yeah, that was, a, that was a bit of bait for the, yeah, for the no, bite. I'm getting one tomorrow. That was, a big, that was a big M straight out to Justin then. Yeah, yeah. big M's going on my rod. I know it's not. Did you change your trebles? No, I haven't done that. I might stitch her up. Nah. No, I'm I pretty keen to see the subsurface thing first up tomorrow. Yeah, like from straight off the bat. Yeah, like to see a boat chuck sub and get yeah yeah. The tough thing is see when you go out straight away. first thing in the morning and you can't quite see under the water. Yeah, and you yeah. you do get that you get snagged. snagged, and that's why that using surface is so. It's probably a bit easier in those low light periods, but yeah, no, I know, might risk it there. to get the biscuit. That's might be it. a real early change then. Start yep. surface. Soon as you can see. Dark and then yep. like yep. 15 minutes or yeah, really 20, 30 cars. Soon as you can see a bit. Yep. Because yep. we it. push off, we're ready to push off literally. It's dark. It's, like, it's dark. Can't see, can't see, can't see. Righto. Then 30 seconds, I can see. Let's go. Go, go, go. Yeah. And it happens that quick. Yeah. Yep. And cover water with that top water. It's just a technique of just roll through the sticks, two casts at a log, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. And it's more of that's a more of a big fish technique. Yeah. Than anything. Yeah. Um, but. That discussion there about Justin, yeah, no, I'm going to get it, blah, blah, That unknown, yep. that is what it's about. Yeah. Isn't it? Yep. Right yep. then, it went through everyone's mind of what's it going to be. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's funny, you know, when you're going along down the river, there's been at times, there's been a couple of fish, I've looked down the river and I've gone, that one there, and Karen's like, oh, you should shoot down. I go, nah, I'll just... Let the boys do it. I know there'll be a next minute. Yahoo! And I'm like, yep, that's another one. I'll just... <laughs> you go, But you can almost see it coming. Like, you can... Yeah. And you just think, it doesn't yeah. matter. There's three boats. You can't get it all. Yeah. It's um, good fun, though. But, 
Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Mr. Alex Ross nails another. 90. <laughs> 90 tomorrow. Yeah, he's, he's on par. <laughs> Honestly. Not his first metering. That would be better. That well, be, we that said we heavy. said today, what's, yeah, you get one good fish for a trip. What's to say in three more casts you don't get another good we fish? We said it this morning. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. said to Dan that you know how you fish, right? And you think a metre is like, you go, you miss it, like me yeah. the other day, you miss it, and you go, oh, that's my chance. Who says you can't get one the next cast? Yes, like, exactly. I know they're rare, but who says you can't get a metre, I stand out, have one more cast and get another? Like, it could happen. Yeah. Who says that Alex can't go 90, 90, metery, and then turn around and cast subsurface and get a metre 20? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know. Nope. It's very rare, but yeah, that's I guess that's what makes... Codfish and codfish. Yeah. We're nearly done because I'm sure you got a sore back or that you got a warm lap with the dog. He's <laughs> out um, cold. I reckon a big thing's just staying positive throughout it all because, you yeah. know, it can be tough out there and you've just got to keep plugging away, keep knowing every cast is getting in there, getting in the right spot. Yeah. Keep concentrating on that, just take in the beautiful nature around you and enjoy every moment of it. Confidence and if the fish in what jumps you're throwing. on, it jumps on and. If it doesn't, oh well. I like that. Doesn't. Enjoy everything around you. Yeah. If you get home and you go, did I even look around yeah. and yeah. soak in this beautiful part of where we are? Like we make it, you and I, yeah. with the camera pointing at shit. We do make it a bit of a rush, but yeah. we wouldn't be here if I did. If, if we, we didn't knew do what that. We do. Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah. And there's some times where when you go with your family, it's it's a chiller trip. Yeah. But. You're still, in between all that, you, I'm like, sorry, we're going to take photos, like, we're going to video, yeah. we're going to do this, you're like, I don't care, I'm just like, how good is this river? Yeah. How good is the sun? Yeah, no, is everything? yeah, yeah, you just exist. Even though moment. you're all like, I'm getting cold, can I go to bed? Can you end the podcast, Reese? <laughs> <laughs> My back's cold. I'm but toasty I'm over here. here. Yeah, I'm freezing. <laughs> sorry, I'm freezing. Oh, yeah? good. Nah, it's pretty good here. I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm cold. Um, cold spot. But yeah, thanks so much. I'm going to do a quick round, round, yep. uh, moment of the trip, and I'm more than happy for you to jump in if something jumps to mind. Moment of the trip from an awesome fishing point of view, Matt, and just a memorable part that's not fish related. Can you guys get thinking? Okay. Memorable oh, fish moment, and then me memorable first. not fish moment. Just a moment that will go down, uh, Matt. I nearly think, oh, you got to go, being on the boat for Alex's 95, maybe the 93 this morning, just because it's a, the second one for the trip on his home river. I don't know if you can beat that. It sucks, sucks netting the big fish, but it's also super like awesome like netting fish for your mates of that caliber so that's going to be up up there on the top for me and memorable moment that may not be fish related i reckon my dog pulling that lamb hoof is that like it? half a leg are you serious that is oh, lame no. that is the most lame answer I ever expected I thought you were going to say the dog pulling something else out of the bush actually but <laughs> oh the uh, the, 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 the poo tickets <laughs> oh, I found some poo tickets that someone left up there not naming anyone <laughs> That's gold. I thought you were going to name the stack you had at the very start. Yeah. Oh, man, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I haven't. That was going to be my non-fishing one, I reckon. For yeah, you, the filming it. The teleportation from the front <laughs> boat to the back. back. I do want to see that again on film. And Alex saying, brace yourself. 
to the left yeah. and I'm like, this has got to be a good fish because it's towing us. Yeah. They go, don't they? They do. Yeah, they do pull hard and they don't They don't want to come. They don't want to come to the boat at all. No, they um, help pull our um, strain. We're allowed to let him have that as the moment of the trip. Like, surely he can be selfish enough and oh, say the Yeah, I think that's very, very polite. <laughs> <laughs> very, very polite. Just I mean, shows the type of person he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Top bloke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very well said, mate. But those two fish were special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always special to have your own achievements, I suppose. But, you know, yeah. the company and the experience of others certainly plays into that. Yeah. And then he'll catch a meter tomorrow and we'll record, we'll record the podcast and go, sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. actually. <laughs> actually, it was me. The <laughs> <laughs> meter doesn't, you don't get it. Um, anything that pops to mind that is a memory that will pop up in years to come, I remember that happened, that wasn't fishing related so much. Oh. If not, it's all good, but keep thinking and we'll try and come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Matt's. Matt's stack, stack in the boat. Um, it was that good, everyone. It's that good. Oh, I don't want to throw you under the bus here, Justin, but just seeing your blood boil as Karen lands, <laughs> lands another good fish good and you're standing there going, That's perfect. when is mine coming? When is it going to come? That was yours, was mine. You took it from you. Everyone's oh, having yeah. a good laugh, but you just wait till tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> I've never seen someone so determined. Yeah, I don't give up easy. I don't want to throw you under. He goes from being as polite as possible. <laughs> and that just shows you the type of person he is. <laughs> 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 That's what I said the to truth Dan. comes out. We're out there fishing, fishing, and we're always, there's, there's abuse. It's a very, it, it's not, it's not, it, the environment out there is, it's all fun banter, yeah. but there's plenty of abuse. Yeah. And, Alex, you try to get bites from. So everyone's niggling everyone. And I'm, Dan will bite sometimes, yeah, sometimes, and I reckon Matt bites pretty good. But Alex is just silent, and he's getting a snag off or something, and his back's facing. You know he's smiling, but he won't say anything. <laughs> and I reckon as the trip went on, there was a couple yeah, that you're yeah, like, what did bit. you just say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any of them, but there were some good ones yeah. there. Yeah. But yeah, that, that wasn't good. That, that has been a highlight, but I really do hope you actually find that fish, Justin. And yep. The determination's there, so awesome. Juzzy, what's your fish moment and not-so-fish moment? Oh, no, it's been good. Uh, Karen's hybrid this morning was pretty epic. Like, I was waiting for it. I knew she was going to get it on that cog cracker. You just, we've done it heaps. Like, you just know when that cog cracker's on, I'm just waiting for that big douche to come. And, yeah, it happened. So, and the trouties pulling us around. Like, the power in them things was insane. So they were nearly pulling us back into the current, like it was just hectic. So yeah, that was definitely the highlight. Um, Non-fishing, yeah, I don't know, the whole thing's been pretty epic. All the rapids, learning the master of the rapid, I think for me personally, mm-hmm. in the boat, that was, uh, that was pretty cool because I was enjoying it by the end. And you're ready for the, the rodeo down river tomorrow morning. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you handle the death rapid? No dramas, mate. I was frothing it. Breeze through it. How did you, how did you, your nerves, I think I had your nerves at quite a high level all day. No, I've yeah. had some PTSD from that. When you said to me yesterday, to don't worry, mate, that's, that's the worst one we'll go through. And then halfway through the day, you go, you know what, actually there's a worse one. And it, I don't even feel like it was that bad, but at the same time, I did let you take over the boat. Um, 
and guide us down through that rapid. So it was quite easy. We ended up like cast and lures while we're going down that death rapid. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite crazy that one. Karen. Oh, okay. I will be selfish. No, um, definitely <laughs> no. Well, because my goal of the trip was one on surface, so the hybrid this morning. I was going to say, you have to be selfish, otherwise I'll cancel you out and say, <laughs> sorry, it has to be that. <laughs> but you, you really, you've been wanting that surface fish and you didn't just catch a 40 centimetre, you literally got an absolute epic surface yeah. fish after wanting a topwater fish for so long and it just yeah. hasn't come together. Yeah. Spoke and about it last night too. Spoke about camp. it last night around camp, yep. So it was good to have that all come together and, yeah, be a, a good memory mm. from the trip. And um, I suppose non-fishing moments. Going to be, it's been a lot of fun in the boat with Juzzy. Um, just <laughs> dealing with a few things. I've gotten dizzy a few times mm. going around and around Psychology in and stuff. And Psychology. Trying to keep me calm. Yep. <laughs> um. She hasn't made you do the, what was that, swear jar? He wouldn't have been fishing the entire there's trip. A lot, there's a lot of stress though. People don't get it. Like, you it know, is. between, you know, you want her to get onto a fish and you think, once you've got a couple, you think, now it's my turn. Just yeah. give me a turn. But no, but that driving the boat and that, like, is, it's hectic. Like, you're stressing. Like, when she got her cod this morning, I was shaking like I caught it and I hadn't caught it just because of the adrenaline going around yeah. in circles, trying not to fall out, trying not to lose a fish. You're getting smashed in. And then you've got to try and net it. Yep, and then you've got to try and net it and drive and yep. de-hook it. Like, even I hooked a trouty today and I ended up with a lure in my shoulder. What? <laughs> Didn't go in the death rapids. It was connected <laughs> to a thread of cotton. It was connected it was, to a tiny well, thread. it was a bit of metal I could feel there, but it I'll, wasn't yeah, actually. I was going to say, I thought it was, on, it was in bone, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was One thread of cotton. Uh, yeah, it was on my shoulder, not yours. So. <laughs> I got it off your shoulder and it was in a thread of cotton. <laughs> oh, I could feel that hook. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was good. That's a taste of how the boat trip went. For yeah, me. that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that paint a picture for you, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let oh, alone that uh, that last trouty I got today. Oh, oh that, that was, was fun. Mantle. That we was nearly flattened the boat battery on that thing. Yeah, I was waiting for Karen was because it's funny when you're current, you hook a fish. If the boat driver doesn't hold the boat still I'm not not saying anything. I'm just saying this is how it happens because it happens to us. You're like, oh, get the net, and I lose control of the boat. Yeah. You have no idea. If you cast the hard body downstream and we're floating and you try to crank it, do you notice you have to like literally go like this yeah. to get it even flat moving, out. like flat out? Reese so when is you demonstrating up, really, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you're fighting, if the person if you're not holding the boat, you've literally got to pick up slack and fight, fight the fish the away from the log. Yeah. And Karen's literally pumping this fish and then it's boat, it's going- snag, and the gap's gone from Three feet to a feet to a feet at one foot, and the fish is stuck between the snag yeah. and the boat, and it's right. And the fish yeah. cannot touch the inflatable boat. No, because no, <laughs> it wouldn't no. be good. Yes, but I managed it. I didn't pop the boat. We caught the fish. We landed the fish. So it was good. Epic. It was yeah. great fish. Mm-hmm. Awesome trip. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I think more to come. The highlight, if any of you care about me. No. I've been in the boat with you for two days. Um, The highlight must be Dan. The (laughs) highlight, the whole camping is epic, Mm. but was when Matt said, 
I've jeopardised Dan's safety. There's been heaps of moments, but that one just pops to mind while yeah. we're sitting here. Flesh that one out. Yeah. Do you want to run us through the scenario that you two, what happened, what what comes so through there? So this is the like death rapid. So it was, just... way, it was in the middle. You reckon it was the worst one? Oh, it was hey? fast through there, that water. That was quick. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. Yeah. midday today. Yeah, midday today. Oh, yeah, sorry, midday. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, said to yeah, me, yeah. you yeah. said to both Alex and I, I yeah, feel like I've jeopardised their safety. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, what got happened? that mixed up. Yeah, so I think that was when, was that the first one? We let you basically take over the boat. Um, yeah. You chucked Dan uh, in, because like, Dan hasn't been driving the inflatable for the whole trip. So you've basically given him the controls of that and jumped in our boat and got us down through the rapids unscathed and no snap props or anything like that so i was really thankful and we got to the end of it and we turned around watching dan come down through it well, i reckon we've put down a bit of, bit of strife here and you were uh, you were bush. yelling stuff out but we couldn't really hear I'm what not, you were I'm saying i'm not going to say the word that i was <laughs> yeah so we've put him in a bit of trouble you know so. what i could hear though i don't know you, has anyone seen pirates of the caribbean that little tune. Yeah. My youngest boy, Henry, sings that tune whenever we're in rough water. And all I can hear is we're <laughs> heading through that. <laughs> That's the one right there. That's all I can hear in my head. I'm like, I can hear Henry on that right now as I'm about to die in this rapid. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All that of a was sudden, you've got like that black eye shadow on. You've grown, grown some dreads and you've got a bottle of rum in the hand. Yeah. And you've got a jar of dirt. And you, yeah. <laughs> Banging yeah. down through the rapids. You got into one stick and there was a tree and you got out just in time before you well, hit I a real gnarly section. Completely misjudged where the water was going to take me. So I sort of led to that side where I ended up in that sort of tree that was hanging over in the water. And then when I got, once I was sort of halfway there, I was, you know, I didn't, I don't have the reflexes enough. I don't have the skill enough in those boats to know what I'm doing to get myself out of trouble quick enough. So I just jammed it in against that spindly tree. Once I was from there, I knew I had to shoot across the other side, and luckily I, yeah, I went through one bit that was proper white water, and then missed the actual logs because the logs is the sketchy bit. If you get jammed up against a log in, a, in that fast water, that's, bouncing off it and keep going's alright. It's yeah, getting stuck. But if you broadside on a on a big log with that water pushing against your boat, it could go anywhere. Yeah. Flip anywhere, and we yeah, can lose a lot of gear. That's the thing. I mean, I'm not worried about myself. I'm pretty confident that I'd rumble along the bottom. Might not be real comfortable, but <laughs> or grab a stick or something. You know, but the gear's gone. Like, virtually gone. There's cameras and rods, and you know, lots, lots of stuff. Yeah. So um, that's that's the that's what gets the the blood really pumping. Is if it all goes tits up, then yeah, she's a mess. Yeah. Well, that's epic. The other little moment that you mentioned earlier was the in the video that we have is filming them going through the rapid and watching Alex brace himself on the petrol motor going, brace yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under his breath to Matt before he goes flying. Teleporting. <laughs> yeah. And the fish, the, the moment the trip hands down goes to us flying over and seeing this giant fish in your net, mate. And just for you to catch a big fish, yeah. I'm super pumped for you. So, yeah. That was my moment of the trip for sure. We're done. We're awesome. going to hit the sack because yeah. we have another half-day morning session and I really appreciate your coming on the trip. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you for sharing your time to be able to talk to our listeners and share the story. And 
I, I really enjoyed it and hope they did too. Hope you guys listening did and any. That was awesome. Thanks for organising it. Like, thanks for being the main driver to get it all done and keeping an eye on the rivers for two weeks and updating us every half an hour on what the river levels were doing a couple of days <laughs> leading up to it. Right up until the last day, wasn't it? Yeah. I was still yeah. trying to figure out what if yeah. I was going to bring the tinny down or if we are going to try to jam together another inflatable. Yeah. Glad you picked the Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. And obviously I need to work on my updates next time so Matt can bring his own dinner. Oh, we worked when, it out. When, when the memo <laughs> was bring your own dinner. Oh, I've got... I've got food. I've got like I keep telling you, I've got food there, but yours is better. <laughs> <laughs> you give me steak instead of meagerang. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for travelling up. Big trip home for you guys tomorrow, but Karen, you can't not be I'll be running on a stoked. adrenaline That's the whole the way home. <laughs> mm. Yeah, awesome. been awesome. So can't wait to get back up. And I believe the final words should come from the mister himself. <laughs> this is your opportunity to close the podcast. And That's say about how loudly you said brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's been, been an epic trip. Yeah, I think we're going to see the biggest fish tomorrow morning. Really? Yep. It's e- going to happen. Oh, now this conversation cannot end. We're on here. <laughs> Who's going to get You're it? not saying anyone. I'm not going to. No, nah, it's just going to happen. Someone's going to. Sounds gonna be a bit, whether it's going to be the meter, I'm not sure, but it's going to be in that, yeah, above that 95. It's I on. like it. We're done? It's on. We're done. Good yeah. night. Congrats again. I'm Is just going to get yeah. up for right. a sec, if that's all right. Yeah. I'll wake him up, I think. It's all oh, it lighter. Nah, but my hips are killing oh. me. My <laughs> legs are dead. Oh, I need stretch, to get a better position. Oh, shivers. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, my. Oh, I've got no feeling in my legs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, nothing. God. They're actually dead. <laughs> like, I'm not joking <laughs> you. <laughs> my leg is actually proper dead. <laughs> Sorry. I've never had that ever happen. happen. Oh, the tin man over there. He just fell over. <laughs> you got that boy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Reese is worried about the mic. That was the funniest thing I've ever I've seen. never had that happen in my life. Oh, shit, man. Reese <laughs> just did the best impersonation I've ever seen. Remy, come here. I put my foot down and there was nothing. Nothing, there's no power. No, nah, nothing at all. I've never had that happen. backwards. Shit, lucky I didn't go on back. Oh, man. I had nothing in my leg when comfy? I stood down. There was nothing. Oh, my ass is falling asleep, but I'm okay. I was really comfy to begin with, but shit, yeah. man. That's not good. My hips. Like, I nearly want to sit the on the dog. gravel and put the that on my back, but I know it'd be hard.